Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. This is going to be a, it's going to be a fun one, I think. We've got some, some news to break here for, for us, for what we've got working on, um, looking into the future a little ways. Um, we've got some conversation to be had uh, with Dylan Simonton, who had a little bit of redemption, if you will. Uh, it's getting interesting already here in the early going of the, uh, the Unified Point Series. We're going to be touching on um, some, some goodwill that uh, Marcus Hayes and Mike DeFrisha and that whole group have been very diligently working on. So we'll be getting into that a little bit. Um, so uh, it's, it's 386. We're shot out of a cannon. Um, hopefully everybody is, is doing well and staying healthy. And in your neck of the woods at home, it's, uh, it's been an interesting one to say the least. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's still it, not the it, <laughs> you asked if I broke the computer. Yep, wow. it's all broke now. There we go. Is that like ominous foreboding? It's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, know. We haven't yeah. gotten into literary devices this year, but I'm going to use this as an example if it does prove to be. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were working on uh, the types of clouds ranging from uh, ground level to 20,000 feet. And I don't know if you've ever tried to hear third graders say the word cumulonimbus and altocirrus. It's a whole lot of fun. Anyway, go on. No, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been a good week, man. We short week, you know. We had our show last Wednesday, and um, I watched uh, the twenty four hours of Daytona while some of it. I went to bed at like midnight because I'm old. But uh, I watched the end of it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, they were they were pretty nervous about the temperatures and what that was going to do to tires. And it was it was neat. Um, not not many NASCAR guys are still trying to dial stuff in for uh, for their new cars. Um, Steve Latart was they asked him because he was up his his deal was he was going to stay up for the whole race and. He said he was, he was walking down the, the pit, uh, pit lane at 4 o'clock in the morning. And he was getting the feel and wanting to, to crew chief. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him together with Junior and, and a couple other guys next year maybe with uh, with a car down there. So it was cool. Um, you know, I uh, watched some football over the weekend. I uh, was a little shocked by the Kansas City game. But, you know, that's why they play the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the uh, Rolex 24 was fascinating that Elio Castroneves can be that good still at 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 forty at this point in his career. And yeah, he's not bad. He's now he's he's joined such a rare group. I think there's only three other people that have won the Rolex twenty four and Indy, mm-hmm. um, and that's Alonser, AJ Foyt, and Castroneves. And now Castroneves, Mario Andretti. Did he win the? Yep. Oh, okay, he was one so. of the. He was one of the uh, Grand Marshals. They had six Grand Marshals to represent the sixty years of it. But to do it in the same year. Oh, same year. Yeah, no. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it's... That's not bad. <laughs> no. I, I. That's insane when yeah. you think about the, the, those, the types of cars. The, those cars are so awesome. I'm trying to... I'm trying to uh, a buddy and I are talking about going to watch them run at uh, Watkins. I they rode were, in one of those. Really? Yeah. Uh, for one of the Continental Tire um, promotional things. It was the same as uh, when they had the Salence at the Glen. Yep. 
and they had a, a promotional media day thing, and they have a two-seater Daytona prototype. We were on the whole track. Wow. Two laps. And I, I feel really dumb for even doing it. I brought a GoPro camera, and I was worried more about, like, trying to make sure the GoPro was right to really even enjoy the race or the run. But that is not a place to be if you're even remotely claustrophobic. And I found <laughs> out that I was. I didn't. It was, yeah, those it was, cars are pretty tight. It's, it's cool. You got to see them once. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's the thing. I mean, that's, you know, my wife was like, why are you watching these? And I'm like, because there's there's not much more sophisticated, you know, automobiles or race cars in the world i mean probably the only thing more more advanced would be a formula one yeah you know i'd be the only thing yep it's hard to make fiberglass go that fast yes and they do it well (laughs) i was impressed though like they were they were bumping and banging and nerfing at the end of that race oh my gosh they were i assume you're talking about uh uh the gt yeah uh, the the porsches were bouncing off each other that was an awesome finish yeah that was that was pretty cool but it, no, it was it was neat, you know. And I, it's something I've I, a few years ago I just happened to was flipping through the channels and found it. And, um, Lucas Oil, the the late models, they they teased us all. They had one race on Friday Thursday night, and I haven't seen anything since. But if you get Mav TV Plus for low price of ninety nine dollars a year, you can watch it all. So I didn't do that. But you did not. I did. Not. You did. No, you didn't. I didn't. No. I understand. I I did not see any of that either um it, it'd be fun to uh to dive into that but i've got i've got peacock and i've got youtube tv and we're completely spectrum free at this point we uh we actually <laughs> funny funny story um the night of the um nascar hall of fame I, you know, I heard it advertised heard it advertised and i'm all of a sudden it was on peacock and i'm like oh well you know pull it up and it's on peacock advanced or peacock special or peacock something and i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> So I ended up getting it. And I'm like, well, if I get it, I can watch this and Daytona, and then we'll get rid of it. But um, there's some neat things on that, on Peacock. So I enjoy it. The entire WWE Network yeah. library is on there. Yeah, I, I did the- I did watch the last ride again for about the 10th time. Yeah. It's like the night, I, the night I got it, I watched it again. So that was pretty cool. The Rumble was this weekend. That was pretty good. Yep. Um, John Baumas, one of the, the, the co-hosts from the uh, long-ago um, uh, 31st Lap, he used to come into the studio, and he ended up getting a job with Dirt Car. Uh, he was hospitalized over the weekend, but he said he was doing okay. Um, had some pneumonia issues. He posted on Facebook, so I feel okay talking about it. And uh, he was camped out because the hospital had the coverage. So he watched every minute of the Rolex 24. So that was nice. – uh, he loves that race. I mean, that race for him is right up there. Like, it's it's the Chili Bowl, and then it's yeah. – it's. Yeah, I, I I fully intended on watching more of it, but I just I didn't. I, I had planned on getting some, a nap during the day, honestly, <laughs> so I could stay up. Because the most interesting part of it to me is at night, because a the temperature goes down, and b like when they're on the front stretch and the lighting is like the 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 super lighting, it's awesome. But then when they get to the back stretch and they're winding, like all it is is those lights on the front of those cars, mm-hmm. and they're running you know one twenty, one thirty, one forty, one whatever. So I, it, it makes it really interesting, but I, I dropped the ball on that. And like I said, I only watched till like midnight. So, but it was, it was neat. Uh, Ricky, was it Ricky Taylor? That was second place. Yep. yep. They won going into that race. They'd run three in a row and yeah. for the last five. It's not bad. I mean, that's like Steven Sickles. That's, well, yeah, it is. So just like Steven Sickles, that's something he'd do. Thanks right up there. But, yep. uh, no, it was neat. I came in tonight, and I've been I've been thinking a lot about what you said about the 
the ground up restorations and stuff last week. Mm-hmm. And as I came in tonight, um, I realized, and I don't, I don't really even know what uh, hit the tripwire as I was walking up, that I have never driven my Newport to a podcast. No. I've never driven it to a podcast. And it's been on the road. I've driven it. It's been around. But I've never driven any of them, for that matter, no. that I had to a podcast, especially mm-hmm. one of the Derby ones. Yeah. We didn't start this until 2013. Yep. It was really weird. Yeah. I yeah. do remember driving it to the Seneca County Fair one year when I was announcing. That was fun to, to roll in with that. With your with the Newport? Or I had the, the Newport one year, and I had the 300, 300. one year. Yeah. That's cool. We're going to have to try and change that this year. Yeah, get out and get her running. And... I'm going to call up Dylan Simonton here. So uh, last week after the show had gone off the air, um, I got a, a message and then subsequent phone call. Hey, Dylan, let me put you in. Uh, from um, Alex Vasco. No, oh, cool. And we're going to be seeing... Uh, after a a very quick and very quick and easy conversation, we're going to be seeing some highlights and some scheduling information for All for Him Racing cool. as they work through their 2022 schedule. Cool. That'll be on the show on a regular basis. And if you watch the corners on some of the finished product on YouTube, maybe once in a while, you're going to see Crash Course logo show up there. So that's kind of fun and exciting. Looking forward Absolutely. to things. Uh, it's always nice to have uh, produced content, you mm-hmm. know, like that, the highlight reels. So. Um, that's uh, that's very exciting going forward for uh, for for us and for Alex too. Alex has always been a good guy, and yeah, I was just gonna say Alex is a great dude. Um, you know, he does he does great stuff for Derby. Um, he came and introduced himself two years ago down to Morris. Just just a good guy. So yeah, it's, that's cool to be in with him. Yep, it's very very neat. So that's uh, that's some exciting news. Something that folks can can look forward to. It's something that's also going to make him put some effort into doing the highlight reels because he said that's something he's never really, never really invested time into. Although he knows that it's, I'm it's waiting a for the thing. the uh, hardest hits of 2021. So that's that's one of the topics that we we talked about. We also we also talked about if you do it as you go, it's a whole lot easier than having to go back. That's how I used. To you do wouldn't know. You've done some stuff like We've, that. He goes, you know, that's uh, if you if you just mute a tray and make it blind so you can just cut that stuff and drop it in and then when you're done just grab those clips and put it on the next thing and you're done he goes yeah yeah this conversation should have happened a little bit earlier than today <laughs> i don't know anything you just meant or said but i agree with you wholeheartedly it's all right you don't have to know just enjoy the ride right yeah, absolutely dylan simonton is a fellow who's enjoying the ride right now it was uh took a little bit of time to get there though dylan was able to cash in at the Redneck Rumble in the, the stock class and a car that's been built for a little while, man. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I got my junk in. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging around with that car since since the fall. Tell us a little bit about what got you to the point where you were able to win at Sturgis. Um, well, had some bad luck at uh, Topeka. Um, was pitted pretty far away and, you know, and nobody really caught just a uh, a lot of stuff going on one weekend, you know, for only so many days. But mm-hmm. uh, ended up getting a spot last minute for Sturgis and taking one of my buddies' spots that couldn't have it done. And I was tired of looking at the car, so I was like, let's roll. And uh, I went down there and got lucky, I guess, and got to battle it out with some of my best friends that I, you know, I met through the Derby World. And uh, that scores some valuable points for the Unified Point Series. So, mm-hmm. so Dylan is now 
one of the uh, many drivers. So oh, we'll, we'll dive into that here in a, in a minute. Talk, t- take me through the Derby itself. Well, first, first, let's talk about the car. The car in Topeka missed the bell, so the car's built. Did you have to do anything to the car to get it ready for the um, for the show in Sturgis? Was there anything you had to add, take take apart, or was it was it pretty much a carbon copy? Uh, I had to add, you know, we were allowed more body bolts and uh, some hood plates and trunk work and all that stuff. A little bit of some uh, gas and protection bars and, you know, not, nothing too crazy. A couple nights worth of work and uh, just double checking everything. It gave me enough time to go over everything one more time and was ready to rock. So take me through the show itself. I mean, you know a lot of, you know everybody. So is it a case where it's easier to drive? Drive, drive against your friends and not worry about it, or because we always hear about people when they drive out of town, it's easier when you don't know anybody. You said you had a bunch of friends out there, so what was what was that atmosphere like? Um, I mean, it's always the same game plan we have usually. You know, every weekend is we'll uh, we we'll work together. When it comes down to it, we're gonna have fun and battle it out. You know, let's derby. And uh, that's about that's about all what happened. Uh, I I made it bad to figure it on tires on the back. I thought the track was gonna be. I never got to look at the track before the Derby, and I always, from you know previous years, I was like, "Wow, pretty solid track." I, I'll just run my solids, and, and they were they were a, it was a tough battle with solids for a long time until that track track started getting a little tackier and and uh, like harder. When you're talking about the, the 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 track changing, you know, we were talking a little bit before the show about the track down in um, uh, the, the concrete surface. Mm-hmm. And what that surface can be like, and you know, you're running in the elements outdoors, or you're running indoors, and you've got the the changes in the track with with running with a hard surface, or if it's too sandy and the cars sink and everything. There's so much that goes into how crazy tire is that, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> how crazy is that? Seriously. <laughs> um, well, that's that's the thing. We were only allowed 31 spines in Topeka, and and uh, and Sturgis, I believe it was any rear end, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to change it. I'll just throw. My solids on. I didn't have any beadlocks built at the time, so I was gonna. I just said I'll go with the solids because they're smaller, they're harder to hit, and uh, be a little easier on my 31s because they are an actual very light solid tire that we put together. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you ever, did you ever think that we we're gonna be at a point where we're gonna have to put a tire rule in place so that it doesn't no, turn into late models? It's, it's it's crazy, <laughs> and it's. But I mean, that's the thing, you know. Like you said, you know. It, Everywhere you go, I mean, tracks, you know, tracks are different inside to outside to muddy to soft to hard to, you know. And, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen from from Blizzax in, in uh, Minnesota to we saw, we've seen, uh, um, oh, remember the one year they had them at uh, uh, Topeka when it was soft, uh, rally tires for like a rally yeah, sport yeah. car. Um, yep. So we, I mean, we've you know to to the old school seven hundred fifteens, right. the, the hard you know the, the the curb kickers to the the filled tires, and it's crazy. I mean, but you know, it, it's honestly getting to the point where you know that that's it's one of those small things that adds up to a big thing. You know, you have to have the right tires. You're going to sit there and spin, or you know, you're you're going to yeah. dig yourself a hole, or it's crazy, man. It just you know, it's just more of the evolution of demolition derby. Right. Agreed. Yeah. You. You you pretty well have to have a set of tires for no matter what occasion or you know whether in, indoor outdoor it don't matter it always never hurts to have you know three or four sets with you along you know because you never know. Yep, yeah, it's crazy, and I know like the one year uh, Siopas and uh, um, oh, you're killing me. Um, 
in Florida. Remember, they burn off all, I think all of them burn off a set of brand new curb kickers on the asphalt. They ran down there once, and I don't think they'd, <laughs> they'd wet it down, and they went out there and burned off instead right. of just smoking them. So it's it's crazy. We saw the yeah. same thing happen someplace else where it was a, a track surface that was more sandy. It might have been, it might have been, might have been when we went to Arkansas one time. Because the, the tires down there, I seem to remember, like, people coming off the track and the tires and some of the soccer class had gotten bald. Right, yeah, that, that Arkansas track, I mean, that's a, that'd be a good track for rallies itself right there, too. I, I know one year I went down there, it's been ages ago, and I ended up using, like, a, a snow tire type of, uh, of a tire for the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome to think of, man. Just one more thing to dial your car in or out. Absolutely. What were you doing with the body bolts? You said that you were allowed more body bolts or just allowed to replace them? Yeah, at Blizzard Bash, we were allowed to just change our core support body bolts. And at Sturgis, we were allowed to change six. So I just went ahead and did six, you know, two in the trunk and then two crush box body bolts and uh, try to tie them into the hood a little bit and then just give myself another hood bolt, too, with it. I like I like what you're doing with that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, it definitely uh, makes a difference. I like to, I like to try to do my middle, um, mid rail body bolt because I've had that happen in a stock class before, where the middle of the mid rail is given out. But this was a pretty clean car, so I had faith in it. Right on. Imperial uh, gas tank mount trick, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we can take care of not having frame rails. <laughs> That's uh, I, I was talking about the full frame one. Oh, oh, okay. You know the, where that? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, uh, not not quite not quite apples to apples here though. Yeah. Uh, is this? I mean, where's this rank in terms of of the Derby career to to pull down a win at a high profile event like this? Um, everybody looks to it coming out of coming out of the holiday break, uh, and and now it's part of the been part of the the. Unified Series, I think all three years that the Unified Series has been out there, and the, the guys at Redneck with Wicked Derbies, they do an awesome job. Is that where's this rank in terms of the wins? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely pretty cool. I was uh, I knew it was gonna be tough when I come down of all of us. I mean, heck, we had you know Buddy Chase Holden. I mean, there was a lot of good drivers out there, and I knew it was gonna be tough at the end. And, and Luke Borland, he was out there. I mean, they're all tough drivers, good people. We were supposed to have Trevor, but due to some unforeseen circumstances. He ended up running the metric light on his bone stack car. <laughs> nice. But uh, it was cool. It was awesome. Was there a point where you knew that it was yours? No, not I. I, I was like, I was sitting in my head like, man, I'm not giving up. But Chase is he looking good? And once I seen him start having some issues with his wiring or whatever was going on there, I just. I tried to take advantage of any chance I could whenever it would die and just try to corner it, put them up in the corner or do anything possible. And when I seen those back tires off the ground, I was like, I'm not letting him off today. I'm sorry, buddy, <laughs> but you're not coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good feeling. <laughs> Is the uh, um, Where's the check now? Um, the check is in the shop next to the other Happy Gilmore check. There you go. <laughs> that's awesome. If I ever woman one of those, I'm gonna, it's going to be in my living room for a while. Mm. <laughs> just Me saying. and Cody were actually joking about it, too. And I was like, 
Yeah, it's going to be a cold one. I'm gonna, I, if I do win, I'm, if I get lucky enough to win, I'm going to have to use mine for Kimlin to get a fire going to keep it warm. <laughs> <laughs> and when I did one, I was like, yeah, that's that idea. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> So uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, the Re-Election Derby Project is is doing a season-long uh, award play of the game with right. Derby Tees and Ty Richards in the two-man class. They ended up pulling that down. So right. Ty scored points again. So Ty is breaking out to the leader. Actually, let's let's just do this quick while we're while we're on the topic. That way we can we can all see it at the same time as we're talking about it. Uh, upcoming shows: February nineteenth is going to be Carolina's Blue Ridge Bash in Withville, and then we're back with Wicked on the Unified Point Series on the 18th and 19th in Sturgis, then uh, Dead Man, April 15th and 16th. And after that, good luck finding an open weekend. It's, it's off <laughs> yeah, to the races from there. No, no Mercy 2's in Cumberland, and then April 22 and 23rd is Spring X, and then April 30th, that brings us through the end of April. Hardcore's compact throwdown in Stoneboro. As we said, Ty Richards, he's got 30 points. He's out in front right now. Corey Buddy yep. has jumped up to second place. He's got 16. Michael Kelly with 15. Trevor Jones with 14. Fugie Barnes is tied with Bill Miller. They both have 12. And then there's eight drivers tied with 10 points each in seventh. We didn't have space on the screen to, yeah, to, to get all that. But it's uh, having the change of the points for uh, based on the feature purse money. Uh, if you're running through heats and feature, you can see that this already had a, an effect here. And it's it's not, um, not going to be an easy one to come out with this year. Wasn't Mark going to cut down the number of shows he did this year he's that's i think it's at like 28 shows so while that might help um i think he's he's tightened the tightened the stakes up a little bit so to say you know what i mean right, yeah. that, i think it makes it more fair uh, it makes it more fair for all the drivers especially for the big car guys you know it gives them a chance too because i mean it's just hard to build that many cars i mean look at look at butch trying to build that many cars back to back and run every show with, with you know with right. mod cars and stock full-size cars like i couldn't imagine doing that you know yeah that's crazy yep i it's it's going to be interesting it's going to be really Absolutely. interesting as, as this goes forward especially with as tight as it is now because we're going to get into a point where like dylan was saying that that uh wash rinse repeat isn't as easy for the full-size car guys and those those compact cars are going to start running you know the dixie cups are disposable they're they're one at a time you put the guts from one into the other one and off you go mm-hmm. um not to minimalize it i know we're yeah. gonna get hate mail for that but uh <laughs> the those guys those guys are going to be able to gain some ground back mm-hmm. as right as in the middle part of the season so it's yeah those, those once, 10 once point totals are gonna season starts up, it'll get wild for them Steven must be stockpiling and building now and then just going to hit, like, every show from, like, April on. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Or he's, or he's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> That was flawed. I ain't never doing that again. That's what things for me. All the pointy shows that I'm signed up for right now, it's, like, all new style shows, and I'm like, man, I'm down to pretty well old iron, and I'm out here trying to find new style Fords now. I'm like, well, just when I thought I was never going to run Fords anymore, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, for me, that'd be a good problem to have is, Get rid of all those fours and just be on the old iron. That yeah. would, you know, that's a good problem. I, to I have. can't complain about having wagons and stuff, and especially when I ever I start running low and start stealing some of my dad's pile too. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, uh, this was the car that we talked to you about when we were in Topeka and we met up with you in the parking lot and everything? And I can't remember right. what the engine combination was in this car. Um, is a three eighty three Stroker four hundred okay. turbo uh, Stroker built by Carl Klimke, Carl Klimke Motorsports. And the transmission is a Bob Casey transmission, an original. Uh, one of the old, old builds. It's uh, Actually, Jacob Winkler set up now. One of my buddy that he builds with me, 
And uh, he ended up letting me run the, his whole drivetrain at Topeka, so I didn't have to pull my wagon apart. That's cool. On the top yep. of wagons, did you see Bill Miller's car? No. Bill Miller's got one. I think it was Bill that's got one for uh, it's a you can win it program. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually it's actually my dad's old wagon from New Mexico. It's rust free wagon old. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's yes. it's insane. We, my dad drove it on the trailer on a sim on a semi trailer. Actually, yeah, it's beautiful. Wow, <laughs> that's insane. And and Bill and Bill said, "Hell with it, I'm stripping it." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's I you know I I'd thought about you know maybe running a wagon someday, but with the prices they are now, I'm I'm never running a, a GM wagon. I see unless it's a, you know like a '78 Caprice wagon or something, but I'm never getting one of the good ones. That's for sure. <laughs> You can you can run one for a hundred bucks, but you got to be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not lucky, so I won't be running one. Me plus. neither. <laughs> oh goodness, that was your dad had that for a little while, didn't he? Yeah, he had it for quite some time, and uh, yeah, Bill actually bought quite a bit of cars off him at once. And my dad's so busy with running the business and stuff that he doesn't get much time. AKA, he, I don't have much time to build him cars like I used to. <laughs> I, I kind of figured that when you said that, that that big check was going to be hanging in the front window of the of the business instead. Yeah, the, a couple of them have sat in there for a while, but this one this one went straight to the shop, even though I told my little one that I was going to put it in his room. I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure that'll change some of the weekend. Oh, I was going to say, you yes. gotta you got to make good on that promise oh, right yeah. there. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's, you got to feel bad for Dad. I mean, when business starts getting in the way of Derby, and that just... I mean, what's up with that? We got we got to put Derby out there. <laughs> exactly. You only live once. You can't work your life away. True. <laughs> That's what I try to tell them. Maybe we were talking about those tires, and I was remembering uh, when uh, um, they wet the track down in Topeka. One of the I don't know. It was one of the years that Team Kansas won, and when it started out, it was almost it was almost muddy mm-hmm. and. It was just like it was just like Weedsport, man. Yeah. All of a sudden, that ran in and it started taking black. It was <laughs> your tires were squealing. Life was good. Yeah, that's and I mean we've we've seen them do that. I mean, you know, I've, I haven't been out there in a couple of years, but you know, like after the show, they'll go out and 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 break the track up, and then they'll water it down. But man, they pack it back in, and that thing comes back like, whoo! Yeah, it's they they've they've got that figured out. Absolutely. Uh, Dylan, man, uh, so what's next? Uh, you said that you were signed up for a couple uh, points shows and you're thrashing uh, to find some, some new iron. What do you what do you got in store? Um, I think, I guess, Cat's Head Bag, I guess we got it. We're going we're gonna to we're gonna be at a team show, at which team show there in Sturgis. Okay. Um, and me and Cody are on a team there. And me and Cody have also got on at String Explosion on the, in the bone stock class. We're going to be there. And after that, depending on how them two shows go, we'll see where we go from there. We may start after doing a little traveling with some county fair cars and head out east. How about that? That's cool. Yeah. Frankie's clapping. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Well, that's, uh, it, it, that story is kind of the same as what we got from Ty when we were talking about the, the season opener where he won down in Daytona, mm-hmm. where Ty was talking about, you know, you got to kind of see what happens the first couple, and maybe maybe you do decide to, to, to take a swing at the points and, and make a bunch right. of runs because it's a whole lot easier to sustain than it is to get up oh, yeah. on top once the once the season gets rolling. Yeah, definitely. We've, we, we found yeah, that with racing. That'd be pretty cool, you know. You know, you may you may see a little T twenty four, fifty eight X, a forty two, just out east one weekend. Who knows? 
That'd be cool. You got to go get the points, right? Got to chase them. Yeah, I can, I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too worried about the points, but it would be. It would be neat to see what I could do with it. You know. Yeah, I mean, and that gives you another year with all that old iron because they're going to be running as the the, the new style Fords. <laughs> exactly. They're they're uh, run it once and then put it in the back forty, and whoever in the crew wants it can have it for county fairs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's neat. I mean, if you know, it's. Even if you don't, you know, if you follow the points and you don't, even if you don't place, I mean, you know, it's, A, it's a lot of work, but, man, it's got to be fun to just go to all these different places and run against different guys and, you know, it, see it was, different builds. It's definitely cool. I've been thinking about it all day. Like, man, it's still be cool just to, just to try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, and it's, I mean, I, I understand. I mean, it, you know, it gets expensive and, and it's, it's, you know, it is a lot of work, but. It'd be fun to do it once. I mean, I'm too old now, but I mean, if I was younger, it would it would be fun to go out and do something like that. You know what I mean? It would just just something to do once or twice, and you know, right? Say say, hey, I did it. I tried it. You're gonna do the whole series? I no. mean, if you're a younger version of yourself, you just want to go someplace would, new. I, I don't know if I would do a whole. If I mean, it would be a little tougher being up here in New York, but um, I think a quarter of the shows are in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be fun to try it. I mean, you know, right. I, if I was into Fords and younger it would, it would be all right and how many cars do you have right now one and how what's the most number of cars you've ever had in your best days at once yeah <laughs> three no <laughs> um no i used to i used to stock by my parents house probably five or six yeah so i mean in your day you could have made a shot at it right yeah, could have I mean, I you know, I would have junked six cars and been like yeah, i'm done <laughs> but you know, it would have been fun junking those six cars <laughs> Was steering an issue at, at Sturgis? I was meaning to ask you that earlier. Would anybody, you know, typically we see with that stock stuff, you try to hit wheels, tires, axles, and you were talking a little bit about the handling uh, of the cars and what you had with the rear ends and some of the changes. Did steering become an issue for a, a multitude of the cars in your class, or did it seem like everything held together okay? If I had a dollar for how many people would come up and said, hey, man, your front wheels are really angled in, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, little did I know that that's the same A-arms and spindles and ball joints I've been running on the same Fords for I have no clue how long. Like, I remember in inspection line with Chase, he's like, I got new ball joints and this and this. And I'm like, I'm not even going to say what I have in my car because they're going to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> I would change them now because it sounds like we just attempted uh, fate. Yeah, now that I'm bragging about it, they're, they're definitely going on. They're going to stay on it, I'd say. <laughs> that's cool. Frankie Guy just sent a thumbs up. Christy Germain said, speaking of tires, I don't know which, what's best. All I know is I get a text from Devin telling me how much money to send to Red's Fab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but Christy's a pretty cool derby wife. She, uh, she, 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 you know, supports Devin, you know, in, in his choices and decisions. So that's, that, that's a pretty cool deal right there. Devin Paul right. said, Ziz went through a set of tires in, in Vegas. Uh, trailer tire, stock rims, nothing but the reliable one for Parker Lazenby. So it's a lot of preference. Oh, yeah. A lot of, a lot yeah. of what it comes down to is preference. Um, anybody that you want to make mention of? I know we talked about that that original original edition transmission combination that you had and the uh, the reliable ball joints. Anybody else you want to make mention of? I would love to thank my lady, Parker. I love her. love you very much. And if without her, I would not be able to do this crazy sport. Well, we're glad you're doing it. Absolutely. Makes for good stories, even if it takes six months to wreck the car. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I, got, I hope I hope to have many more years doing what I love. Fantastic. Well, uh, good luck at the next one, and maybe we'll be having another conversation then. Sounds good, man. I'll see you guys in Sturgis. For sure. Take yeah, care, Dylan.
See you guys. Thank you. Bye. If you want to follow along with everything that's going on with the uh, Unified Point Series standings, protocols, stuff like that, uh, upcoming schedule, up to date online, 527 Unified Series. Uh, excuse me, dot com. Capital City Carnage is coming up fast. Like a month away fast. Hope everybody's ready. The Limited Weld and Street Stock Weld Class, 10,000 to win, Weld Compacts, and the Two Man Extreme, Front Wheel Drive Hobo Stock, all part of the program, Front Wheel Drive Minivan. Hobo Stock, Front Wheel Drive Youth Hobo, 2,500 win, paying the top four. March the 3rd is the uh, Limited Weld and Street Stock Weld Heat Draws, Limited Weld and Street Stock Weld Heats on Front Wheel Drive Hobo Stock. It's going to be March the 4th, and then Twin Bills Championship Saturday, March the 5th, 10 a.m., Limited Weld and Street Stock Weld Concy, Front Wheel Drive Youth and the Weld Compacts, and then at 7 o'clock, the two-man extreme class, Front Wheel Drive Van Hobo, Limited Weld Feature, and the Street Stock Weld Feature online, CapitalCityCarnage.com. The March 3rd, 4th, and 5th, Smash Demolition Derby is going to be overseeing that one. Also overseeing the Bash for Cash. And they've got um, another event coming up on April 30th, sandwiched in between all of that stuff. That's also going to be at the Ross County Fairgrounds, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. That's going to be there. No, no, no. That's at uh, uh, where we used to have Washington Bash. Courthouse. Washington Courthouse. Yeah, Washington Courthouse Crash. Courthouse Crash. There we go. Bash for Cash this year, May 27th through the 29th. The schedule... May 27th is going to be the Pro Stock Team Heats and SMW Youth Full Size at 7 o'clock. Turn Back the Clock Heats, Pro Stock Team Constant Youth Minis and Street Stock Mini on May the 28th. Along with the uh, Van Mini Truck and SUV Street Stock Full Size Strength of Tank and the Smash It Mini Class. May the 29th is the Farm Trucks, the Street Stock Minis, the Relic Class, the Pro Stock Minis, the Smash It Full Size Cars, the Pro Stock Team Feature and the Turn Back the Clock Feature on the 29th. It's going to be 15000 to win for the three-man team show and then the Turn Back the Clock class. 12000 to win. Smash It Compacts. Uh, Smash It Minis are going to be 10000 to win again as well. So some pretty serious money-changing hands. At that one, RPM Group partnering with uh, Crash Course this year. RPM Group NY.com for details. RPM Group is a progressive waste management company based in Owego. RPM Group started in 2016 and now boasts two roll-offs and six garbage trucks. They saw he was looking for a Landall. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he's uh, he's wants to haul a trailer body back to his shop to make a storage unit. <laughs> so adding more and more uh, <laughs> diversity to RPM Group. Fully certified and licensed, the RPM Group customer base has grown to more than 3,000 people offering curbside trash and recycling services in addition to asbestos abatement, asbestos surveys, interior and exterior demolition, lead uh, renovation, mold remediation, mold assessment, and dumpster rental. Call for details, 607-223-8714, rpmgroupny.com. And rounding out this bit here is going to be the King's Old School Derby Banquet and Swap Meet coming up February the 26th. So that is also just about a month away, 1 o'clock start time, maximum 300 entries. They do need a preliminary head count tomorrow. Tioga Downs on West River Road, Nichols. There's door prizes, raffles, 50-50 car raffle. Elliott Motorsports is going to be making some donations. MOP Derby Products, Smith Metalworks, Jeffy's Fab Farm, Hardcore, all of them scheduled to attend. Uh, no charge for vendors and buyers to the swap meet area, $50 adult, $30 for child for banquet room access. Again, preliminary count is February the 1st, final count on February the 15th, a room special mentioned King's Old School 2022 Derby Banquet, and you get a special 139 overnight room rate at the Tioga Downs. So now that we've got all of that taken care of. It's time for the commercial. Yes. I don't have to read that one. It's really cool. And then we want to take a moment to tell you about Jeffy's Fab Farm. We'll be back in a moment. Jeffy's Fab Farm in Fredericksburg, Virginia specializes in all of your demolition derby needs. We've got you covered from bumper to bumper. 
Whether you need headers, shifters, harnesses, fueling systems, or complete turnkey setups, jeffysfabfarm.com can help. We've even got a Canadian branch to help our northern customers. With over 16 years in the industry, we've got the knowledge and experience needed to provide the highest quality parts and put you in the winner's circle. Visit our website today or call Jeff at 540-907-3390. Fabby says the best parts come from the farm. Jeffy'sFabFarm.com. And by the sounds of things, eventually we're going to be getting one of those from Alex Vasco. And cool. like I said, it'll be one of those or it'll be a highlight reel of whatever's coming out next on the All For Him channel. So it's, it's cool. really cool. I'm, I'm very happy for him. Uh, he's been able to boost things up the way that he is. Uh, Marcus Hayes joining us on the line. Marcus is, uh, is coming in to tell us a little bit about some of the projects and happenings down there in the uh, greater orbit of all things Mad Mike Derby Shop. Uh, Scott Tatters, as we... We know uh, Dolores Ray passed away at the end of January and um, left a big hole in the community down there. A lot of people that were hurting uh, on the wake of her passing, you know, certainly Scott uh, leaves a big hole in, in, in his world as well. So our condolences and thoughts out to them. But as so often it does, the Derby world has banded together and they have done some incredible things overall down there with one i believe there's one left to go marcus if i'm not mistaken uh mike hasn't done his winning pull yet but otherwise there's been a ton of stuff changing hands and it's all been to to benefit the tatters uh well mike has both of his uh waffles all pulled um okay i i have one more left to go i gotta uh, read your message a bunch of parts in it <laughs> right I mean, t- tell tell me more. I know you you did a great job of getting everything ready. Uh, Mike said you got the reins tonight. Um, take me through take <laughs> take me through the 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 stuff that you've you've kind of prepared for, and then we'll kind of go from there. I know there was there was a bunch of stuff that you wanted to make mention of as well. Yeah, basically, uh, I just wanted to list off kind of what we had going, uh, you know, what we've raised uh, and what we've raffled off so far, what we have coming in, uh, just kind of what we've had going on and kind of give a little bit of a talk about, you know, Scott and his uh, role in the derby community around here and around Mad Mike's Derby Shop in particular. Mm-hmm. Um but Mike, uh, Mike raffled off a 1976 Malibu wagon, uh, 1996 Crown Victoria, and a 2001 Grand Marquis, mm-hmm. all totaling 94 spots at $50 a spot, which uh, we wow. were able to earn $4,700 for Scott nice. towards funeral expenses on that mm-hmm. one. Um, our winners that came out of that was... Uh, Oh, where is it? Just had this down here. No, <laughs> oh, either way. But we'll, uh, the people that donated it, uh, the wagon was donated by Lenny and Derek Lewis. The Vic was donated by Mike himself, and the one Merck was donated by Rich Cipra. Um, so that definitely put us in the right direction to kick off this uh, donation drive. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he also had some people kick in after that raffle that wanted to donate a couple cars. Uh, had one fellow out of, uh, out of the Carolinas, Streaker, uh, he donated a mid-70s Lincoln and a uh, 
then we had Bob Smith here in Northwest Pennsylvania donate a 67 Newport. Mm-hmm. And uh, those two cars brought in 40 spots at $50 a spot and brought in $2,000 towards our cause. Sure. Um, and, and then uh, Rich Sippler contacted me, and he wanted to donate a Smith Metalworks Pointy Replica. And nice. that one there, I was able to get 30 spots sold at $20 a spot, which earned us another $600 towards the goal. And uh, on the uh, rep, or, uh, and then yeah, that that just leaves us our parts waffle. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of support, you know, concerning Scott. A lot of people reached out. Uh, Smith Metalworks, I know they've reached out and made a generous donation. And Mike, he's been all about it, and uh, you know, him and Scott are real tight and. Scott, he's uh, he's one of those guys. Uh, if you have any issues on the track or off the track, you know he's willing to do anything to help you out. And his wife is the same way. You know, she uh, she's more than willing to take anyone in and uh, help them out if they need to or uh, if they need anything. You know, that's kind of like whenever I come into the derby scene back in 2012. Uh, I didn't meet the Tatters family till 2015, and they took me in like their own child, and you know they're like a second family to me. So I just, you know, it kind of hit close to home. Sure. And uh, you know, I want to do anything possible to, you know, get them as much as I can to help uh, relieve the stress of the financial burden of a funeral and all the services that go along with such. Right. Um. But uh, our, our last uh, raffle that we have here, uh, we got um, a lot of good stuff donated by a lot of good people. Um, we have a couple steel roof signs. They were donated by Cochrane uh, decals and roof signs in Guysville, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have a pair of solid Smith Metalworks engine mounts for a small block Chevy. Uh, they were donated by Jesse Cipra, as well as a set of eight lug wheel centers. They were also donated by Jesse Cipra, uh, an all-aluminum Chevy radiator, uh, and a pair of painted SS wheels. Uh, those are all fresh, new. Those were donated by myself. Uh, and then a pair of brand-new 27-8.5-15 skids. Those were donated by uh, Dwayne Rittinger. And uh, a brand-new 2.2 uh, compact header. That was donated by Bob Smith, and uh, that that waffle there, we are up to ninety four spots at ten dollars a spot, and that one there is going until the eleventh. And we're trying to just that that one where we have no limit on as much as we can pull in, and all the PayPal links, whatever, it all goes straight to Scott. So it's a hundred percent for him, you know. To, Helping his time of need. Well, it's uh, it, it's a great cause, and you know, Scott's. I think anybody that's been through uh, that neck of the woods, you know, you know Scott, you know that whole family, and and certainly, like we said, it was a, it's a big loss. But as always, the Derby family banding together. The Sippers are the Sippers are awesome people too. Um, oh yes. And everybody uh, coming together to help offset those costs. I think it's excellent. Um, they, we've. 
shared the information and the information has also been shared on my page on Facebook so you can find details there or go find Marcus you know mm-hmm. worst worst thing that happens is yeah, you make we, a new friend absolutely <laughs> absolutely that's the worst thing <laughs> all that information out there the stuff absolutely. that's that's listed and everything and it, and it certainly is, is going to go to go to help a, a great cause and help offset those costs because I mean we all know it's it, it feels like every other day I'm opening it up and there's something else uh awful along these lines that's that's on my Facebook page that somebody else is going through the the same situation that the tatters are and uh I, I'd love to help everybody you know and hopefully hopefully by talking about it a little bit and getting that information out there we can we can once again band together as a group and and help uh help Scott get past this certainly money doesn't fix anything but it does relieve that burden a little bit Right, right. Yeah, it, it it don't, but it it definitely helps on the, you know, on his uh, whatever he had to pull out. Cause, stress uh, side, sure. Yeah, it it definitely isn't a cheap, you know, thing anymore. And you know, it's, he's got enough things going on in his life to have to worry about this. So, uh, luckily, luckily for them, they got the twenty two season to look forward to, and we're gonna kind of dedicate this season to uh, running for her and. You know, kind of run how we always have run with and around her. Like you guys needed inspiration to run harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Spring X last year, but I said uh, I hopped out of an 03 and up and hopped back behind the 80s wheel, and I had about six hits in that thing, and it was junk. <laughs> <laughs> but those six hits were fun, you got to admit. <laughs> Oh, they, they were a blast. I, I wouldn't give those hits up for a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. goodness. Well, uh, well, like we said, man, there's, uh, there's certainly a lot of people that were paying attention to this. Hopefully hopefully we can help raise a few more bucks for the tatters and, and uh, let them focus on what's important, and that's taking care of each other in, uh, in a real tough time. Yeah, absolutely. Every bit helps. And uh, well, like I said, uh well, we're gonna we're gonna come out to uh, days of reckoning, and uh, all three of us are gonna be on the team and gonna go out there and just make junk everything we can. <laughs> sounds well, like a plan. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing that. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on the show and hanging out with us for a little while again. Uh, a bunch of that different, a uh, bunch of different combinations and programs that. Marcus is a, a part of working closely to help raise some money uh, for uh, Scott Tatters and his family after Dolores Ray passed away back there at the end of January, certainly keeping that family in our thoughts. And, uh, man, I hope everything goes well, and, and we certainly look forward to seeing some cars uh, with the noses at 90 degrees here through the course of the summer. Oh, absolutely. That's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's, if there's anything else that we can do, man, don't be afraid to, to reach out. We'll try and try and help however we can. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Was there anything else that was there anything else that we might have missed? You did a great job, Mike. Uh, Mike DeFrisha put the 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 reins in good hands tonight. Well, luckily he uh, he he put me at his desk in his office, and I, he even turned the heater on for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I feel I feel mighty fine here. <laughs> is this at the G and J radiator shop, or is this the old shop? Uh, actually, I'm at the old shop, but I'm currently working at his, uh, the radiator shop. How's everything going with that? Oh, it's going good. We're a little slow, but, uh, baby steps, you know, it's, we're definitely getting our name out there and, uh, you 
one bill in the week. Right, True. Right on. We're uh, we're definitely selling tires though. We're we're pumping through at least. Uh, I think I've mounted probably about sixteen a week. Wow, not bad. I had to guess. That's pretty decent. Keep so, it moving. <laughs> well, it's not too bad for just starting out. Nope, sure, sure isn't. Awesome. Well, again, we wish you guys the best and uh, and uh, certainly condolences in the loss. Absolutely. Well, uh, you guys take care, guys. Yep. Right, Have a good Marcus, night, man. Thanks for calling in. We'll t- catch up with you soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks. See you now. Marcus Hayes. Again, check out his page. Keep an eye on uh, Mike DeFish's page. Details on all that stuff are, are out there. Business is going to pick up crazy for them once once everybody figures out um that radiator repairs are down to like 12 cents <laughs> because but the problem is, is the whole town's gonna smell like fried eggs <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> <laughs> a little pepper a little, a little egg everything's good <laughs> it's a joke calm down everybody's become so sensitive uh we were talking about how cold it was in that office with marcus mm-hmm. uh I don't know if you saw it. Steve Bucknam shared a memory of the the camper no. that we stayed in in Sturgis when the uh, mild hypothermia is not as bad. Yeah, as we no, thought. no, it isn't terrible. It was, I mean, it was like you had frostbite. Yeah, it was one of my favorite. But did you die moments? Yeah, it was, you know, it's we stayed out there doing the play by play on one of the trips out to, to Sturgis, and Steve was announcing, and we were on air with Derby Tees. I think that was one of the first shows that we brought live commentary to Derby Tees. And we were, um, we were staying in a camper that was there on site and it was freezing. I mean, you could hear the wind howling and everything. And we, we were wearing everything that we had packed, trying everything possible to just every so often you just say, Hey, you still there? Just to make sure nobody froze to death overnight. (laughs) Oh, it was it was oh, in, in hindsight, it was a heck of a story. Middle of the show, the wire got pulled out of the router. We were right next to a door, and that same wind at night was blowing through the door, and it was it was freezing everything. It was, but it was a time made for great stories, right? Mm-hmm. So we heard about Smith Metalworks. Smith Metalworks is going to be having their um, their second demolition derby expo, April eighth and 9th in Mercer, Pennsylvania. The event's going to include several seminars and will feature a collaborative rules meeting. In addition to a number of vendors, there's a lot more information forthcoming. And there's going to be a derby-related event organized about a mile up the road afterwards, uh, as we're used to with Smith Metalworks. That event is going to be second to none. Full vendors list is going to be available on the Smith Metalworks WORKS.info page. Various promotions are going to be on hand as well, including Smashing Iron City, Hardcore Toast, Dead Man, and more. Times for the seminars and discussions are TBA at this point. Follow along on Facebook.com, Smith Metalworks, W-O-R-X, for more details. Again, experience and passion. Second to none, SmithMetalworks.info for the full vendors list. So that, uh, I got I to gotta fix something. Apparently, we have incorrectly labeled our show on the Finger Lakes one page. Does it have enough, whatchamacallit, to show that it's not spam? I guess. Is what I've got from uh, Smash It. It's got to be more writing. Can you expand it? Crash Course Derby Podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, geez. Live from. I never run out of words. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of my thing. I'm holding back some words. Yeah, I know. 
happens. Yeah, you know. Did you see Christie's new Impact logo? Uh, yes. I said it. I commented and said it would make an awesome tattoo. I think the the uh, pretty much the answer was it will be. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, that looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think Jeffy's little dude would make a nice tattoo. <laughs> So are you going to have a full sleeve at some point? I, gonna, <laughs> I like I like I like Christy and Devin and I like Jeffy, but I don't know if I'm getting somebody else's product on me. Um, are you going to get the full tattoo but leave the part so that after you're like uh, uh, the part not tattooed like the Rock or like Roman Reigns, so that you can allow your chest to expand as you go into the gym? I don't know if you've paid much attention, but the Rock and Roman Reigns really aren't built like me. I'm more of a dad bod, and they're more of. <laughs> Physical specimens. <laughs> but. So that was a non-committal answer. I, I want to get a half sleeve on this arm. We'll see how it goes. All right, perfect. I think that'd be great. Just to incorporate maybe something in the spirit of Fabby would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go crash course. Straight okay. crash course. All right. There's Just, licensing fees that you can pay, and that'd be fine. Take it out of my pay. <laughs> Deduct it week by week. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh we covered a lot. It's we getting did. it's getting, getting chilly in here. It is. It's it's that time of year. I, I heard the train go through earlier. It was early tonight. It was. Yeah, it was. It was early. I don't know if they're trying to beat the storm or maybe the supply chain's fixed. I'm not sure. I did. I would probably guess breaking these. They're trying to beat the storm. The supply chain is not fixed anytime soon. But. Melissa has already been on the calculator websites trying to figure out how much snow we're going to get and when it needs to fall. And oh In God. order for her not to have to go to school That's Monday? A, <laughs> it's, I told you, man, this year has been yeah, I, rough for mm, her. Yes, I feel very bad for your wife. Um, my dad talked to my nephew, um, which would be his grandson in Long Island, and they got like 15 inches over the weekend. Yeah. I said, you all can keep that down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, the way weathermen are, I mean, they're predicting somewhere between zero and 97 inches for this weekend. So, yep. you know, we could get nothing. And There's only two jobs I know if you could be right 30% of the time. And one of them gets you in the Hall of Fame. The mm-hmm. other's a meteorologist. Yep. No kidding. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, last night, it was late last night. I don't know. Did, did, did I talk about this? I've been telling everybody that will listen uh, at school today that I, I am so happy our neighbor Billy. I don't know if you've ever heard the the, the stories of the antics of across the road, Billy. Next door, oh, okay, right no, across the driveway, Billy. Um, years ago, years ago, he went and filmed with me in Dunkirk. He knew a bunch of the guys out in Dunkirk, outside of the Derby world, and he went out there and ran a camera. And he was just he was just the best neighbor, man, just the best neighbor. And uh, they moved to Houston wow. for a job. He went to he used to go back and forth to, to Boston when he was finishing up his engineering stuff and he worked at five points and he moved to Houston and we had all these plans of always getting out of Houston to visit him and he and Jen and we never got the chance to it never came together it was it was cost it was time it was sit or whatever the case was and uh, we, we just and then COVID hit so we never got to travel anywhere for the, really the last two years and he made a post on Facebook yesterday afternoon and said well Texas it's been real it's my last day here and uh, and and we talked, and he got a new job in Rhode Island. Really? Yep, he got a new job. He was, uh, I am so, I can't even tell you how proud I am of him because I know how much effort went into him going to school and finishing all that stuff. And 
he interviewed uh, a couple different places and he got a job in Rhode Island and it's like six hours away. His family's in Buffalo. That's awesome. So it's like a straight shot down 90. So he's so much closer. And, and I mean, when I found out he was in Rhode Island, I was on MapQuest before I even knew the city. You know, I am, I am super, super happy. Tell me I, tell you the bad news. What? Being a, a husband and father with two young kids playing sports. You're not going to get to Rhode Island either. I hate to break your heart, but I'm, it just won't work out, man. Maybe you don't understand. <laughs> they can have their sports. <laughs> I see. I, we'll, we will find a way at this point. I, I am so happy that he's, he's going to be back up in, in the Northeast. And he's a huge fan of Buffalo as a whole. And working in Rhode Island puts him around a lot of Patriots fans. And, and uh, Billy is such a good ball buster. So... As long as he doesn't get himself fired, he's going yeah. <laughs> to be tormenting some Patriots fans. That's cool. But, yeah, that was, that was some news that came across today. Just really, really excited for, for him. Not really a derby guy, but just something that's, something that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's always, you know, it's, it's really cool to see friends succeed. Like, that's something that, you know, I, like you, am happy to see my friends succeed and, and get ahead. So that's, uh, that's, that's always cool. Fabian the V8 logo was both done by Shade Gagnon. Yeah, the tattoo artist. Yeah. Is that any relation to Vern? Um, long lost cousin twice removed. Ah, I got you. When cool. Vern went through Canada on one of the <laughs> <Yeah>. territories. <laughs> did you see Vince? Errant trip to the Maple Leaf Gardens. Did Go you on. see Vince McMahon's mother passed away? I did not. 101 years old. Jeepers. Man, it's a good run. Good run. 101. 101. I, I, am, I am not, <laughs> I am not going to get anywhere as close to that. You'll probably live to like 118. Oh my god! I don't want to do that. But what if at 118 you could still do everything you're doing right now? You still had all your faculties. Obviously, there's going to be a little more wear and tear, but you could still function well and had a good quality of life. Man, I don't know, because that's 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 sort of the curse of life. Is at some point, all of your friends are going to be gone. You don't want to be the last one left. But family, family, kids, grandkids, great-grandkids. I'm way too miserable. Nobody's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. If that's the case, then I'm really in trouble. I was thinking that. At least you'll be able to work security. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to do something. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, honestly, I can't wait till I'm retired and I can sit on my front porch just watch vehicles drive up and down the road and think them poor some bitches are going to work. <laughs> See, yeah. I did not think that that's what you were going to say right here. I, I thought for sure you're going to be you know, like sit on my front porch, yell at the neighbor kids, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> tell everybody to slow down. No, there's, there's no, the only neighbor kids are mine. Um, so no, there's no neighbor kids out there, but I, uh, I don't know. See you're clicking off days to retirement though, aren't you? I yeah. Mean, about nine years. How much? About nine years. Give or take. Almost. <laughs> Almost there. You know, and the, the strange thing, though, is like, if I think about it, because I started, when I started at the jail, I started in February, and Nick was born in March. Mm. So Nick will be 16, or Nick will be 15. So, wow. yeah, it's, you know, in a, in, in a way, it seems like, man, I can't believe Nick's 15 already. Then I'm like, man, it seems like I've been at the jail, so... It's weird. It's you know we talk you know guys at work like it's it doesn't seem like I've been there you know we've been there as long as we have. But, mm-hmm. 
You know, it's like this place. It's, you know, I can't believe how long we've been doing this. Yeah. You know, it seems like we just started, you know, recently. 386 episodes, yep. not counting live shows and specials and all that crazy stuff. And that doesn't even touch final round. Final round's going to have episode number 100 coming up the next time. Jason's got a new job as well, and he was out in Chicago. And he's like, we could do it remotely, but I'm like, eh, just, just get home. Do you do 31st lap anymore? No, no. 31st lap, 31st lap ran its course. Um, yeah, I would right. resurrect had, it, but man, I mean, you had a bunch of guys that took your ideas for online stuff and well, I don't have stole. a. I mean, they. they but that's that's a different story. The, you know, they were able to get the mileage out of it. It's it's tough to it's tough to get somebody to drive an hour to Seneca Falls to do this for an hour, an hour and a half. No, no, that's not what I meant. I meant that like your they stole your live stream well, ideas. I, and, I, I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily a steal thing. It was. It's Chris, you're being modest. You got robbed. I'm I'm not going to say that Mike stole anything. I'm I'm not going to do that. But certainly, I think I got to learn to hit the brakes on stuff once in a while so I stop being ahead of the curve. Have you heard of this thing called flow racing? Yes. If you would have started Flow Demolition Derby, (laughs) you could could sponsor late models and Indy cars and modifieds. I I had a lot of plans. And a lot of stuff that I wanted to do, but it's not necessarily that I was the first person that ever wanted to do it. Dirt Vision was around long before 31st Lap was. Yeah, Dirt but that Vision was, was so hit and miss. But it, it all was, of the technology was then. It was uh, it was more of a like a, a streaming, like somebody at a computer typing and re- like what was going on. Like I don't know that pre that was that was the chat room was right. But, yeah, but Dirt Vision because I I believe and if I'm not mistaken, Matt Thomas started that. Matt Thomas got Dirt Vision up and going, or, or but they didn't, and they were streaming races. I know they were streaming races. I don't remember like seeing them though. Like I've heard of, I remember hearing about Dirt right. Vision. Right, I don't remember, you know, and making I mean, it a like point the, to pay per view a modified race on or a late model race for that matter. Now it's different because it's subscription platform with internet based TVs, and you can get Mav TV, and you can see the stuff on demand, and there's different avenues to reach it, and it's so much more col- commonplace. But Dirt Vision, then that evident flowed, and that turned into something over here. And Matt Thomas is still doing; they were doing DVDs for a while, but Matt and Thomas Video and Finger Lakes Race Flicks, they're doing they're doing different stuff. And DTD has got a streaming platform, and and it's 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 great to have options, oh, yeah. and it helps keep everybody better mm-hmm. and i there's no harm in that mm-hmm. what do you think i did want to i did want to do derbies and we did i wanted to do races now having done a few races what a horrible decision <laughs> <laughs> you needed lifts and you needed just miles and miles did you see of that mel just won an award for one of his productions uh was that eastern states yeah yeah, he's won a bunch of stuff at EMPA. Yeah. And he is... Mel he, got a lifetime, not, he got a Lifetime Achievement Award a couple years ago. They did a big spread on him, or it was a Hall of Fame thing. Uh, Air Auto Racing News did a big spread on him. And Mel is not a spring chicken anymore. And he's out there videoing and working his butt off to this day. And he's very, very good at it. Yes, he is. He's, he's very good. He was a forerunner. I mean, he was... Big time. He was one of the first guys... Doing tapes, yeah. You know, I, my brother's sportsman. I mean, he's... I think my dad has every win my brother's had from sportsman that Mal has been associated with. Wow. Yeah. That was that was. Does he Christmas still have a VCR program. that works? Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, well, he's got some DVDs as well, but, yeah, that's my next thing is to find somebody that can uh, convert the 
the tapes, the DVDs, so we can watch everything. But we're four minutes past. That's something we can talk about in a minute. No. We got to get out of here. Uh, all right. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, we hit on a lot of stuff tonight. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed it. We got a little personal and sentimental there as we bantered back and forth. But uh, sometimes that kind of stuff happens. Congratulations out to Dylan Simonton and everybody that picked up wins on the Unified Series. And uh, keep Marcus Hayes and the Tatters uh, family in mind as, as they're Excuse working me. through that. We sure do appreciate all the support. Uh, get out there and support the people that support Demolition Derby. We'll see you next time. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.